The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees and bikinis. And for anything I'm trying to update in my wardrobe, I'm not trying to spend a small fortune. Let me tell you about Quince, because I just found a bikini, top and bottom, $50. High quality, $25 for the top, $25 for the bottom. There is a certain Australian shearling slipper that I've been looking for, and I found it for $50 on Quince. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lexi for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lexi to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lexi. Let's talk wellness, ladies. I know some of you love yourself. A new wellness brand, something to hop on. And let me tell you about Fleur Marche. They deliver simple, quality, and affordable wellness solutions. Founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy to understand plant powered wellness products. Their plant-based wellness patches deliver ingredients topically. These ingredients are then absorbed into the skin and into the bloodstream. You just stick it right on your skin. They're vegan, cruelty-free, latex-free, tested for pesticides, herbicides, and other contaminants before and after production. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for the Alexi listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with promo code LEXI at checkout. Orders over $50 get free shipping. Go to F-L-E-U-R-M-A-R-C-H-E.com and use code Lexi for 20% off your first order. Hello everyone, I'm your host Lexi Lombard and welcome to a new episode of the At Lexi Podcast. If you're up to date, yes! You know what, I'm capitalizing on my good mood. I haven't experienced one this high in a while and we're going for it. I have a lot to say, but I also just feel like being here, and this is one of my favorite projects that I've taken on in my creative career, and I love it. I love it, so I just wanted to be here. I actually was lying in bed on a heating pad because I hurt my back because apparently I'm 75 years old, and I just had a lot of ideas, and I was picturing what I was going to say, and after about 10 minutes of thinking, I thought, Get up and sit in a chair. You can do that, can't you? Why don't you record? Instead of thinking about what you're going to say, why don't you just say it? I'm fortunate that most of this podcast is stream of consciousness and I can just go for it and it's dialogue and it's diary style, but sometimes I do like to have a list. Today is not one of those days. Oh my God. I, uh, oh no, I'm a fidgeter and I had on a beaded bracelet. And I think I tugged on it a little too hard because it snapped and there's beads everywhere. Okay, now I'm down to one with fake pearls and a dolphin charm on it. But that one had a little eight ball. I'm not going to even worry about picking that up right now. Unless I see Mazzy come out. But she doesn't chew on anything. Whatever. The show's going on. I don't care that much. Anyway, uh, hurt my back. Got a heating pad. Got a heating pad for a discount. So my normal pharmacy is Jewish, but it's Yom Kippur, and I called another local pharmacy to ask if they had heating pads, and the woman who answered said, yeah, we have a ton, come on by. So I walked over, and I asked for the heating pads, 
and she felt so bad. She's like, I'm so sorry that we had so many. It looks like we only have one. It was this extra large. And she said, tell me the sticker uh, that says the price and I'll ring you up. And I was like, oh, it's $50. And she was like, oh, let's, let's check again. I'm so sorry. I really thought we had a bunch. I guess they were ice, not heating. And she couldn't find one and she felt so bad that she gave it to me for 40 instead. And I've been lying on it and I don't know if it's helping, but I'm going to do 15 minutes on, 15 minutes off. My trainer, Jane Simmons, said that ice is out. When you're injured, use heat. Ice, the science just isn't there for it anymore. I mean, ice can be used for other things, but in terms of healing injury, uh, heat helps a lot more with recovery. So I'm just going to, after I do this, sit in bed. I started a new book, Less by Andrew Sean Greer. I just finished Factorum by Charles Bukowski, which if you're sensitive to words and you need a trigger warning for a book, don't read Charles Bukowski. You're going to hate him. But if you like crude, gross, impressive writing, I recommend Factorum. I, I just, I know he's politically incorrect, but I don't care. I don't always want to hear things that are politically correct that that limits your scope of information because this world is politically incorrect. It's inevitable that things are going to be incorrect, but that doesn't mean I don't want to hear about them. And I just thought that was a really refreshing book to read, even though it's it's disgusting and disturbing and he's nasty and he's gross. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But now I'm reading a lot more... Um, the book Les is a lot cleaner and Les is not about lacking it's his last name the main character's name is Andrew Les I'm only about maybe an eighth of the way into it but so far so good it's cute you know it seems sweet a little funny there's a few jokes in it which is always nice um other things in my life oh I was talking to my friend this morning we were driving to another friend's and I had mentioned to her in my discussion in the last podcast episode about wanting to be more forward and how much shame I have around, you know, uh, double texting or talking to a bouncer and trying to persuade my way into a club or approaching someone that I want to talk to. I always just wait for it to come my way. And she disagreed with me. She told me that I'm an intuitive person, like, and naturally know when to be aggressive and when to be more pushy and when to sit back and wait. So I'm going to take the compliment, but I still feel like I could take advantage of moments where maybe I'm being passive out of standing in my comfort zone as opposed to understanding that it is worth waiting. Just because you can wait doesn't mean you should necessarily. And I want to challenge myself to know the difference. I also want to challenge myself and do this new 40-minute Pilates workout that another friend sent me, who, by the way, texted me this morning asking if I liked White Lotus. And I was like, oh, I'm absolutely obsessed. And she said, I'm on episode four. When is it going to get good? I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. It's not an action-packed show. It's all subtle, okay? You're just watching in this consistent, acute stress until the last episode, and you're waiting for that release. So if I have recommended White Lotus to you before and you stopped watching simply because it wasn't action-packed, it's not. That's not the point. The point is the subtle discomfort the entire duration of the series. It's incredible. I'm such a slut for HBO. Um, I have been watching Gossip Girl a little bit. I mean, it's over now. I talked about TV in the last episode, right? Um, watched Murders in the Building, which I have a mild gripe about because there's an inconsistency in the intro and where the characters live and then in the show which floor the characters actually live on 
for some reason, it irked me, and I'm like, this show is lazy, even though some of my other friends believe it's quite camp, and it's great. So I'm sitting patiently and getting to see if I like it more. Nine Perfect Strangers is a total letdown, and that's my update on books and television. I watched a lot of movies. I can't remember if I discussed that in the vlog episode or if it was on the podcast, but I watched a ton of movies within a two-day span. I watched The Virgin Suicides, The Stepford Wives, The Crush, and a movie with Selma Hayek and the guy who plays Chandler on Friends, and I cannot remember what it was called. Something about... I don't know. She gets pregnant during their one-night stand, and that that's the start of the movie. Other things that have been going on in my life, well, it's only been two days. How revolutionary has my life become in the past two days? Uh, we've had a friend staying in our house, which has been fun. It's been fun to have an extra body. Sometimes I like company, but sometimes the apartment feels so small that it's just big enough for two people, and when there's a third person there, you can really, it starts to feel like a crowd, but I don't know, I liked having a friend here, I like having someone who is here during the day because John's gone at work, and I like, I like other energy in the space, sometimes just knowing that someone's here helps me concentrate, I don't, I don't know if that makes any sense, I don't need someone to be looking at me work, but I like to know that there's someone, I don't know, I think it goes back to the shame thing, uh, once again, like, there was a day where I was watching all these movies, right? I was on the couch horizontal in a horrible mood all day long. But as soon as my roommate John got home, I start getting up and cleaning everything. Just because even though I know he would not give a rat's ass if I stayed on the couch horizontal all night. But I wanted to not look like such a piece of shit. So I started cleaning and then I ended up feeling better that I was cleaning and ended up having a really great night's sleep because my whole space looked spick and span. But I wonder if I would have stayed horizontal into the night if he, let's say, was gone or out of town. So I just wonder what what the, uh, the psychological effect that is. Similarly to, I finished my work really early yesterday. I'm so ahead of the game. I'm feeling quite on top of all things calendar related, which is a satisfying feeling. Um, but I had done my workout, I had done my work, and then I spent all afternoon stoned. And then the sun was still up. I was like, there's still so much time before bed. I can't just stay in this apartment. I'm starting to get cabin fever. So I spontaneously went to an evening yoga class, which I thought was going to do great things because the second half was yin yoga, which is very slow stretches that you hold for long amounts of time I was like this will be great for my back uh it wasn't it wasn't I should have just rested my back because I woke up in even more pain but I did make a friend in my yoga class because it was not in a studio it was in a garage on a street of garages but all the other garages were mechanics or just parking garages this one was converted into a gym think crossfit vibes but they cleared it out and we put our yoga mats down. But I walked in and, and she was telling me that she's really good at holding poses for a long time. Like she has the, I guess it would be endurance, maybe not. 
but she doesn't like doing hit workouts. She's like, when I start jumping and doing burpees, I get dizzy. But if someone told me to hold a certain pose for a long time, I'd be really good at it. So I sat next to her and we did the class and oh, she is really good. I challenged myself. I really, on a physical fitness level, want to challenge myself to be a lot slower in my movements and focus on form because the faster the movement, oftentimes, especially if I'm in a workout class as opposed to being with a personal trainer, I'll get lazy with it. And sure, I'm keeping up with the speed, but my form is lazy and I'm not getting all of the benefits. And sometimes just going a little slower and having correct form is a lot more satisfying but it's also more effective the weather's been so good this entire week and that's definitely been a total mood boost and 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 that's about it i've been wanting to bake a cake i've been wanting to bake for almost a week now and i still haven't so maybe i'll reward myself this evening or maybe like a friday evening i'm telling myself because i've gone out so much that this weekend i'm in i need to rest but i do know that i have plans friday night but besides that i'm resting saturday i'm going to be in bed sunday i'm randomly doing a personal training workout just because jane's sister's in town and um won't be available for training next week so we're gonna do a little Sunday workout, which I'm kind of excited for, which will be great incentive to not stay out late on Saturday night because I will know that I have training Sunday morning. Not to say that I didn't show up to my training session drunk last Friday because I'm actually the biggest idiot in the whole world. And sometimes there's two things that I wanna do and I think, por que no los dos, why not both? And I try to make both happen, then I make both happen, but I, I uh, you know what? It ended up being fine, but I can't lie. So two weeks ago, I showed up to my Friday workout quite hungover and a little nauseous. And then because of that, Jane sees me on Friday and she's like, how are you doing? Because the previous Friday, I was a little hungover. And I looked at her, I was like, I am not sure. I'm not positive, but I may still be drunk right now. And I did it. I did agility. She put down the little floor ladder and I was doing scissor kicks and the grapevine and doing all of that and lifting weights and doing hip thrusts. And it's astonishing that I was able to get myself up. I swear there's an alter ego that lives inside of me that will just power through things. It's like this subconscious message. It must be done. So I'm not the type of person that as much as I want to sleep in, there's that part of me that the alarm goes off and I know that I need sleep. I got home at 4 in the morning. I should not be waking up at 7.30 or 8 to go train. But I just sit up and I put on my clothes and I brush my teeth and I put my hair in a ponytail and I just leave. Like I just walk out the door and then I sit on the train and then I grab my coffee and then I walk into training and I'm there. You know, it's almost zombie mode where I just do it, and then afterward I feel really good. So whatever that alter ego is, I'm so thankful for her. She's the same girl that no matter how intoxicated I am, skincare routine will be done, teeth will be brushed, phone is plugged in, water is by my side with Advil or like a homeopathic uh, equivalent. So grateful for her. I wish my high ass did that. She doesn't. She doesn't. She does nothing for me. All she does is come up with ideas. She's a thinker, you know, or she's a child, but she definitely doesn't give a fuck about skincare 
she'll plug in the phone, but she will sleep with her makeup on. So I really just have to do my skincare routine sometimes before I smoke or just have no makeup on. And it's just a quick rinse and moisturizer. Can't, can't have a lot of mascara or face makeup on if I'm getting high because <laughs> I rarely will take it off. Um, that's a little bit about me. Let's get into your questions because I have so many from you from earlier this week that I didn't get to and let's get to them. I am a huge advocate for therapy and last year's rates of anxiety and depression have doubled in the US and these days it can take weeks to get a traditional therapy appointment. There is an alternative called Cerebral. Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. One of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. There's unlimited messaging with your care team. With Cerebral's mobile app, it's like having your own personal care team wherever you are. Connect with your counselor and therapist on your own schedule through your laptop or the Cerebral mobile app. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you. You don't have to wait weeks to be seen. You can do your sessions on a laptop or on a phone and always find an area in your home where you're most comfortable. Treatments are affordable. They're one third of the price of traditional therapy and treatment options are available with or without insurance. Cerebral is in network for several insurers and they're working every day to grow their partnerships. So even if you're out of network, they'll provide you with the necessary paperwork so you can easily submit a claim. And for listeners of the Atlexi podcast, you can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at getcerebral.com slash Lexi. Go to getcerebral.com slash L-E-X-I-E for 65% off your first month. That's just a total of $30 to get started. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. I'm a big PayPal and Venmo user. I use it just about as often as I can. And now CVS is accepting PayPal and Venmo touch-free QR code payments. They're accepted at CVS stores nationwide, so it's super easy to do these touch-free payments on your phone. Plus, you can get $10 cash back on your first purchase in-store of $20 or more. So if you've ever used PayPal and you love it, here's an opportunity to continue using it. And if you go into CVS for just one thing, if you want to get $10 cash back, maybe, you know, look around, decide you need some bobby pins. Oh, you want to get some candy too? Yeah, so to get $10 cash back on your first transaction of $20 or more, head to your local CVS and pay using the PayPal or Venmo app. That's $10 cash back on your first purchase of $20 or more with the PayPal or Venmo app. To see terms and learn more about how to earn the $10 cash back, go to paypal.com slash L-E-X-I-E. That's paypal.com slash Lexi. The first question we're gonna answer is from Vanessa Graham, and she said, how to deal with the person you like liking someone else. It's always a bit of a shot to the heart when that happens, but consciously you have to realize that a good relationship comes from you wanting someone and them wanting you and you enjoying their company and them enjoying your company and, and you kind of choose to, I don't know, be partners in the most literal sense. And if they're leaning towards someone else, you gotta let them go. And if they come back, great. But if not, there are many other fish in the sea. And I know that's the cliche, quintessential answer that you're going to hear from everyone, but it is what it is. Sophia underscore Alvix asks for book recommendations for someone who can't get into reading. My two recommendations that I always give for someone who can't get into reading are 
The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and Malibu Rising. Also, Daisy Jones and the Six. They're all from the exact same author. Um, they're really gripping. Uh, they're really easy reads. Not that complicated of vocab. Uh, I can't... I, it doesn't feel like there's a lot deeper meaning. It just is a gripping story and it's dramatic. And Daisy Jones and the Six is all dialogue based. It's an interview. So it's really, really quick sentences throughout the entire book. And that one is, uh, I don't even want to say loosely based, like pretty obviously based off of Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks. And then the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo is this old Hollywood starlet who wants to give this specific writer a tell all about all of the ins and outs of her really public relationships and what was really going on behind the scenes. And Malibu Rising is the story of a family who lives in Malibu. There are four gorgeous kids and they are the children of a famous rock star and a mom who grew up and was raised in Malibu as well and the parents love story and how it leads into the children's life story. But it's basically, I made it sound a little bit more vague, but the, the details of the story, like the main plot line is every year this family has a giant blowout party in Malibu. And this year, the party that you're reading about, it all takes place in one night. It ends up in flames and you're watching how that all goes down. So those are three books that I would recommend to someone who can't get into reading. I think those are pretty universal and they're not very specific taste. I think anyone could find them interesting. The next question I'm going to answer is from Groovy Lil Judy, a cute username you got there. I know healing isn't linear, but what has helped you heal as of lately? I love you, by the way. I hope you're doing well today. Thank you. I am doing well today. As the great Casey Musgraves once said, healing doesn't happen in a straight line. Sometimes you cry just a little and then you laugh in the middle. It happens. Uh, this is something I'm still trying to figure out because I was in... A horrible place two weeks ago. I was in a really exciting, fast-paced, distracted place last week, and I'm in a really calm, centered, peaceful place this week. My lifestyle choices are no different in any of these three weeks. I am waking up around the same time, going to bed around the same time, eating roughly the same foods, drinking the same amount of water, doing the same skincare, talking to the same people, but my moods are three entirely different places. So sometimes it feels like it's the air, you know? It's just the wave that I'm riding at that moment. So even though healing isn't linear and I haven't made any super conscious choices, I take the feeling as it is and I let it flow. I let it enter and I let it exit. But what has helped me lately is not holding to any emotion too tightly and ride the wave as it comes. glue asked or said, I want to be healthier. What should I do for that? Well, I'd recommend starting off simple. Take either an afternoon walk or an evening walk after dinner, maybe for 30 minutes and try to do that every day next week. If you already have some sort of fitness routine implemented, then I would try to add a side of fruit to one of your meals or add a side of vegetables to one of your meals, um, or have a glass of water before you go to bed, something like that. Pick one of those as an example and then do it every single day next week. And then try to do it every single day the, the week after that until it becomes a habit. And then you're doing it like 90, 85% of the time. You know, that's the goal. 
Another book question from Chunky Meatball, which I know for a fact I've answered a question from Chunky Meatball before. They're looking for self-help book recommendations, preferably something easy for their TikTok brain. I found essentialism to be very easy. There's also images that break up the words, which is always kind of easy. I really liked it. It's all about how to find your focus and how to find your priority. Very actionable steps, not theoretical, much more put into practice, which I love. Amine Farouk asked, how do you deal with body image? I always aim for body neutrality. I definitely have self-conscious days. Last Yesterday was actually quite self-conscious for me. My biggest advice for that is make sure you're wearing something comfortable on a day that you're having a bad body image day where either your favorite thing or something that you know looks good on you because sometimes, sometimes I'll self-sabotage by having poor body image that day um, and feeling self-conscious and then making myself worse by putting on an outfit that's really funky and out of my comfort zone or something that's on the smaller side. And then I look horrible in it, but like I put myself in it and then I feel worse and I have to change when it's like, I should have just worn something that is tried and true. Uh, same thing, I have come to the point where I just know that they come and go and sometimes they're irrational and it's based off of something that's actually completely unrelated to my body. I'll be having a self-conscious day about my body because I'm actually self-conscious or having an issue in a different area of my life and I've come to realize that so I don't take it too seriously but that's also because I've made it a major priority to maintain a relatively healthy lifestyle I have a great relationship with exercise great relationship with food Marin dot shut asked for journaling prompts to help with identity a really really simple one to do is make a list of things you like it's really simple but A, it's really fun because you're thinking about a ton of things you like. And then to read over it, you get a sense of who you are. Because you kind of are what you like to do in a, in a way. And I would recommend doing that. Honestly, hearing myself say that, I'm kind of tempted to do that today. Because I'm curious what sort of stage I'm in right now. Because I'm, I'm fixating on very specific things at the moment. I.e. I probably spend an hour a day playing solitaire. I don't know, I'm just curious to do that myself. So that would be one journal prompt I'd recommend. Barada Vaquas asked that, probably not your name, asked for advice on prioritizing reading throughout the day, please. One way I do it is I associate a book with something else. For example, in my life, I associate the train with reading. So when I'm going to the train, my brain knows to take the book with me. Whereas maybe you could associate the morning with a book and you read your book for 30 minutes while drinking your coffee or a lot of people like to read right before bed. The issue I find with reading before bed is that I don't actually end up reading very much because <laughs> I always fall asleep, which is a really helpful trick if you actually have trouble sleeping. It seems like a chore to open a book, but it's one of the fastest ways to make yourself fall asleep or you end up getting a ton of reading done, but I just never do. Another thing is at the beginning of the week, challenge yourself to read for 30 minutes and no more unless you're really into it but 30 minutes is such a reasonable amount of time and you power through a book a lot faster than you think you would. Isamente asks chocolate or gummy edibles neither. I honestly don't like edibles unless they're drinks because 
it's soluble and it enters through the saliva in your mouth or into your bloodstream that way, the same way when you put CBD under your tongue. And you can control the high a lot more than you can with food, which is digesting through your stomach. So that's my preference. Or just the good old flour. Olivia underscored Resnade, Resende, asks for best tips for rolling a joint, lol. Practice makes perfect, but also I have a friend who I keep telling him like I want to come over one day and just bring all my weed and have him turn them all into pre-rolls because I love the convenience of a pre-roll. But I hate paying for the pre-rolls because A, you get less weed for your money, B, they're jumbo and they canoe really quickly and then you end up wasting weed. And also see he's just so good at it and then I could learn some tips. So either practice or have a friend that you roll with and get better by practicing with someone else. I will never underestimate the power of a YouTube tutorial. I'm sure there's one out there. Catherine Cat 10 said how to act confident when you don't feel it. If you don't feel confident, of course you can take the approach of fake it till you make it, but you could also lean into it and approach the day with honesty because people love honesty the world runs more smoothly hot take on honesty and so if you're not feeling confident someone asks you how you are you can be like not my best day like just own it you know own your your insecurities because sometimes it takes the power away when you realize that something's really bothering you and then you say it out loud it's actually not that big of a deal. Maddie Postma asked for favorite streaming services and top three movies. Favorite streaming service, HBO, for sure. Second one that I find myself using the most is Hulu, honestly. I really like their selection. Not the Hulu originals necessarily, but they just own a lot of content. And then top three movies, Notting Hill, um, Romeo and Michelle, and maybe the virgin suicides yeah we'll say those three but i'll have different answers next time the parent trap also add that one into the mix amanda underscore alvaro asked for my thoughts on christianity if it's making you be better do it you know it's not if you're not letting it get in the way of anyone else living their own life and making their own choices and it's something that's helping you, who are we to stop you, you know? Live your best life. Christian Hoagland asked for tips for making good use out of your gap year. So for those that don't know, I actually took three years off in between graduating high school and going to school. During that time, I moved out of my house. I had saved money in high school. And I had moved out to California and I was living in Los Angeles and I was working with a social media network, um, doing content creation for them, also doing series on other YouTube channels like Awesomeness TV. And it was in line with everything that I wanted to explore. And I found that to be really beneficial. It was a really fun way to spend my time because I had an opportunity that I wanted to pursue and I did. So let's say you're on a gap year or you're going to have one this year, I would look into travel programs or a place to live. I, If the issue is money and you're taking a gap year so you can save up money, I would recommend taking classes at the local community college. But if your gap is coming from 
a lack of knowing what your next step is, I would say get out of your hometown and take a year to live in Tuscany working on a vineyard, go to Thailand and work at a hostel or go backpacking, like find a program, a guided tour or nanny in Paris, you know, as an au pair, whatever that is, I would find something like that that's going to get you out of your bubble that you've existed in for the last, you know, however many years and explore and that's going to teach you a thing or two, 100%. Han.Gibby asked, have you watched Euphoria? What are your thoughts? Of course I watched Euphoria, big HBO fan as I said and I loved it. At the beginning I was all in but it's just been so long that I'm, I don't care anymore. I'll watch it when it comes back but I mean I was anticipating it and I know that COVID is totally a reasonable uh, excuse for not having new content, but I'm a little over it. Erica Danielle Chan asked for my favorite physical attribute. I have naturally really long eyelashes, which is fun and exciting, and I have done nothing to earn them. And then I I like my boobs, honestly. They sit nice. I don't mind the size. And then I like my butt because I've worked for it. Like every time I start working out, it grows and it just, it lifts in a nice way. So yeah, those are my three. Erica Daniel Chan also asked for my favorite object from my home. Hmm, that's a good question. We have this really funky yellow lamp. It's John's. It's in our living room. If you look on my Instagram and find any of my apartment photos, you'll see it. I know some of you know what I'm talking about. It's funky. He's sick of it. He wants to get it cleaned up or fixed or replace it with something else. But I think it's fun. I really like it. It's probably one of my favorite things in our house. Howland.404 asked, What do you do to keep the child little Lexi alive? Huh. I was looking at my hands the other day. And because looking at my hands always trips me out, like drugs or no drugs, I'll look at my hands and I was thinking, damn, these are the same ones that I had as a child. Like they've just grown. These are the same things, like the same hands. It's, it sounds so obtuse, but it also can be really existential when you're like, I've held pencils with this hand when I was four years old, the same hands that are holding pencils now, 20 years later scary it's wild um so in some ways I still feel like I am the child Lexi and she's with me but I don't know she was always kind of chatty so if she found out that I had a podcast I think she would believe it I think she would not be surprised and I still like journaling and doodling and that was so something I did when I was a little kid and I really liked playing and running around and I'm still very curious and a very playful person it's just more like it's age appropriate now. You don't catch me on the monkey bars. My playfulness is probably like a little bit more flirty, but I still am just kind of platonically playful for sure and giddy and bubbly. So she's still in there. She's still here. Lucia Mari Ukip. Best way to do active resting. I'm not entirely sure what active resting means, but if I'm using common sense, you know, let's just do a quick Google search because sometimes it's not the most logical answer. Active 
Active recovery, also called active rest, is when you do some sort of movement that is less intense than on your regular workout days. Oh, I have been enjoying biking the loop in Prospect Park. That was really fun. I did that two days ago and I lost my AirPods, so I just did it without music. And you just hear the sounds of families talking and ducks in, in the water in the little lakes and ponds and music being played, just the sounds of the city. It's really nice and it's covered with trees and Prospect Park feels super out of the city. You don't feel like you're in New York City. You feel like you're in a town, but not not New York and it's lovely, but in a sense that's so New York. Uh, so I like biking the loop, I like walking. You know what y'all, this was fun, but I can't lie, my back hurts a little bit and I think it's time I lie down. Speaking of rest, that kind of cued me like, mm, I've been sitting up for a little bit. So thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Lighthearted, easy, simple. We just talked to like books, TV, movies. Simple. That's some sleepover shit. Actually, you never know. Sometimes sleepover conversations go <laughs> somewhere else. But this was fun. This was cute. And I love you all so much. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, rate it or give it a review on the podcast app. Other than that, you can follow me on YouTube and Instagram. In the meantime, watch the vlogs, watch the stories, and I will talk to you very soon. XOXO, Lexi. Hey guys, it's Brooke and Danielle from Gals on the Go podcast. It's very minimal change, but basically what Wait, I did... Uh, can we talk about the TikTok? Because I saw you deleted it and I need to know that... <laughs> On our show, we talk about everything from college, lifestyle, to navigating your 20s and beyond. And there's always that quote that people say, like, if they like you, you'll know. If, you do, if they don't, you'll be confused. But some people I don't know. <laughs> we hope you guys will join us every Wednesday for brand new episodes right here on Podcast One. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike says she is struggling with her place in the motorcycle community. Well, she says she hasn't peaked yet, but she's having a little epiphany, okay. Oh, that maybe life itself is the peak. Hmm, interesting. In my experience, I found that... That's why I just translate. Not allowed to have opinions. Got it. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Dad's Mr. Popular at the JCPenney Father's Day Sale. From teas and tech to fragrance and fitness, find cool gifts for every kind of dad. Surprise him with an iTouch Active smartwatch, now $29.99. Score major savings with doorbusters like St. John's Bay Polos, just $7.99, and shorts, $16.99. Plus, shop extended store hours Friday and Saturday. Shopping is back. JCPenney offers valid on select styles through 6 619. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters and smartwatch excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details.